If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. and opinions expressed on my story living with lupus podcast represents each person's individual experience by listening to this podcast or reading our blog you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others as always Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you for joining me for another episode of my story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Friday, July 10th, 2020. Hey, we all need to have an, a very important conversation with our family when it comes to our health. This segment is all about family health history. That's right. And why it's important and what you should know. So you know what I want you to do all the way from the United States to South Africa. That's right. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, and to my listeners late at night. You know, I appreciate you, so grab your favorite glass of wine and join the conversation right here on My Story, Living with Lupus. benefits of apple cider vinegar. Now you guys know that I'm a vegan and that I have lupus along with other health issues. I used to take ACV every morning before I worked out, but eventually the taste of ACV got to me and I had to look for another alternative. And that's when a friend of mine turned me on to Goli. Goli is the first apple cider vinegar gummy. They give you all the benefits of ACV without the taste. That's right. Goli is vegan, gelatin-free, 
gluten-free, and 100% organic. And the vitamins and the ACV in Goli promotes a healthy heart by maintaining a healthy cholesterol range, controls blood sugar levels, and also curbs your appetite. And the best part about Goli, for every sale generated, a child in need receives a six-month supply of essential vitamins with vitamin angels. So if you don't believe what I'm saying, I'm going to give you some information so you can try Goli for yourself. Here's a promo code you can use. It's Sue Lin One. That's S U E L Y N N E One. And you'll receive 5% off of your initial purchase. Also, I'll leave a link in the description in the podcast. So, why don't you go and try it for yourself? You won't believe how good it tastes. That's Goalie. Thank you for joining me. This segment, as you heard, was brought to you by Goli Gummies. To receive a discount on your purchase of Goli Gummies, use my promo code Sue Lynn. That's S U E L Y N N E, the number one to receive a discount on your purchase. And that's right. This episode is sponsored by Goalie Gummies. Look, you guys know that there is a saying, money can't buy you good health. And we need to stop and think about discussing the family health history with one another. It is so important that we do that. And that's what this segment is all about. Family health history and why it's important and what we should know. Now look, family members share more than similar looks. You may recognize that your family may have certain traits, that you may have curly hair that you get from your father or your mother's nose, but It's not so easy to see 
that your great-grandmother may have passed along an increased risk for both breast cancer and ovarian cancer. We're just using that as an example. That's why discovering and knowing your family health history is important. Now look, your medical history includes all the traits your family shares that you can't see. These traits may increase your risk for many hereditary conditions and diseases, including cancer, diabetes, asthma, heart disease and blood clots, Alzheimer's disease and dementia, arthritis, depression, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol, and yes, even lupus can be hereditary. Now, whose history do you need? The general rule for family health history is that more is better. First, you'll want to focus on immediate family members who are related to you through blood. Start with your parents, siblings, and children. If they're still alive, your grandparents are another great place to start. They may know particular histories of many members of your family. You can also gather information from your aunts and uncles and other blood relatives. That's right, you need to be nosy. Ask the questions because it's our health we're talking about. Now, once you move beyond this core circle of family, genetic makeups, change so greatly that you may not be able to learn much about your own risk. Still, keep information handy for any family members you learn about during your search for medical history. It may be helpful down the road. You know, when you go to your PCP, primary caregiver, just say initially, your new patient, and they ask for that family history. Hey, you got it right at hand, and you can answer all the pertinent questions that that doctor may ask you. Now, how can you gather this information? Talking about health may not come naturally to you or your family. You can start the conversation by letting your family members know why you want to gather health information. Also, let them know that you are willing to share information with them so that you can all have more complete 
health histories. It may be easier to start out by having a one-on-one conversation, but I say get right into it with everybody and say, hey, I need to know this and I need your help. We all need to know it. It's very important. Everyone needs to have this conversation with everyone in your family because a lot of health issues are passed down and we don't know it. So start having that conversation and take those notes. Stay with me. We'll be right back. You know what? It is imperative that you get the right information. Now, if you're wondering about what is she talking about getting the right information. Now, when you're ready to gather the family history, I want you to keep these things in mind. The right information is what I'm talking about. Major medical issues is number one. Ask about every major medical issue issue anyone in close relation to you has been diagnosed with. In this stage, nothing is too small, though issues are only significant if the cause was genetic. Now, Lyme disease, I'm giving you some example, Lyme disease and injuries and other things caused by external factors can't be inherited. So that's why you want the major medical issues. Also, number two is the cause of death. Find out the cause of death for any family members who have passed away. That might provide a clue to your family's medical history. Now, number three, age of onset. Ask when each family member um, was diagnosed with each condition. This can also help your doctor recognize the early onset of certain diseases. Now, this one, the ethnic background, believe it or not, plays a big part in it. Many different ethnicities have varying levels of risk for certain conditions. As best you can, identify your ethnic background to help spot potential health risks. Now, like with individuals who are Black, African American, we are mixed with numerous ethnicities. 
So it's important to find that out. Um, number five, environment. We all know if you have lupus, the environment plays a big factor in our health. Now, families share common genes, but they also share common environments, habits, and behaviors. A complete Family history also includes understanding what factors in your environment could impact your health. Now, I'm going to give you five questions to ask. And here are some questions you can ask to start the conversation. Number one. How old was your relative when they died? And what was the cause of death? Number two, are there health problems that run in the family? Number three, is there a history of pregnancy loss or birth defects in the family? Number four, what allergies do people in our family have? Number five, what is my ethnicity? Some conditions are common among certain ethnicities. Now, you may be asking, how do you record this information? If you would go over to um, the My Story Living with Lupus um, dot com website, you will see a list there that will help you and guide you to um, making sure your documentation is correct, but you have to make sure you write down or electronically document the health information your relatives provide. Now, this form that I will have listed on the website um, tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock is a guideline for you to use. So that will be re, um, listed there and make sure that you keep a copy on your computer and you place your document in a safe place where you know where it's at at all times. Now, once you've collected all this information, you need to store it like I stated somewhere safe. You can use your own personal computer, but safe digital storage options are available. For example, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Resources, Human Services, I'm sorry, and the Surgeon General offer a web-based tool called Family Health portrait. You can store and save 
uh, and share your family history using this tool. Look for other options like Ancestry websites and smartphone apps. Now, you may be asking, what should you do with this information? Look, knowing your own health history is important, but sharing it with your doctor may be more important. That's because your doctor can help you interpret what it means for your current lifestyle, suggest preventative tips, and decide on screening or testing options for conditions you may be more at risk for developing. Now the genes you're born with can't be changed or altered. If you know your family history, you're one step ahead of the game. You can take the initiative to adopt a healthier lifestyle habits. For example, you can decide to stop smoking or drinking alcohol or to start exercising regularly and maintaining a healthy weight. These lifestyle changes may reduce um, your chances of developing hereditary conditions. Look, y'all, we only have one life and we have to make the best of it. Now, this may be another question that you may ask yourself while you're going through this phase. Is incomplete information still useful? Even a family history that's incomplete is still useful to your doctor. Share any and all information you have with them. For example, if you know that your sibling was diagnosed with colon cancer at the age of 35, your doctor may suspect a possible genetic issue. They may then decide it's important that you have regular colon cancer screenings before the recommended age of 50. You get where I'm going with this? So whatever information you gathered is useful. Now, this is another question for those who are adopted. What if you were adopted? Well, environment plays an important part in your health history, and you can get the details for this from your adoptive family. Learning more about your birth family's health history may require a large investment of time and energy. Ask your adoptive parents if they have any information about your birth parents. It's possible family health history information was shared during the adoption process. If not, 
ask the agency that arranged the adoption if they retained any personal health history information for your birth parents. Understand your state statutes before you begin requesting adoption history information. If all of these avenues come up short, you may need to make a choice about seeking out your birth parents. You may not wish to pursue that route, or you may be unable to connect with them. In that case, alert your doctor to your personal history. The two of you can then work to identify ways to screen for and detect your risk of certain conditions. Now, what if you're estranged from your family? If you're estranged from only part of your family, you can try a few things to collect your family health history. Talk to family members you're connected with. You may not need to connect with your whole family to collect your family history. Reach out via your doctor. Some medical offices may be able to send out questionnaires to family members asking for information in an official capacity. Do some research. You may be able to discover the cause of death of your relatives from death certificates. Search online to find state-specific death records or check ancestry sites for this information. Obituaries often available online or archived by public libraries might also provide health information. What about genetic testing and genetic predisposition? Certain ethnic backgrounds and races may be predisposed to conditions for which a genetic test is useful. For example, um, some um, Jewish ancestry have an increased risk for breast cancer. A um, specific gene mutation is more common in these women than in other women. Genetic screening may help your doctor detect this gene mutation and prepare you for treatment options early. Although genetic tests can help identify potential risks you may have inherited for a specific gene, disease, I'm sorry, they don't guarantee that you'll develop that disease. Results may show you have a predisposition to several conditions. While you may never actually develop any of these, you might feel the added anxiety isn't worth the knowledge. Seriously consider the benefits and 
concerns you may have with knowing your genetic risk. Now, my daughter, she had a genetic test done. She called me and said, I'm hit, I'm hit, I'm just hit. Why didn't you tell me all of this? I said, what are you talking about? She said, all these things they told me. I said, do you realize that you may never get everything that they told you on that piece of paper? I said, you're getting upset over nothing. I said, it's good to have. I said, share that with your PCP. But you may never get any any of what they said that you will um that they found but the outlook of this all is knowing your health history helps you to be more proactive about your health share this information with your doctor so they can screen early for conditions you're predisposed to and suggest lifestyle choices that can help reduce your risk. Also, talk to your doctor if you need more help figuring out how to uncover your health history or what questions you should ask. Come on. It's a new day, a new age. Time is out for sitting back and being silent when it comes to our health. Have the conversation with your family. And it may not only help you, but it'll help your family also. I'll be right back. come to the end of this episode of the podcast but before I go make sure that you write this promo code down to get 5% off of your goalie gummies yes goalie gummies is sponsoring the my story living with lupus podcast use promo code Sue Lynn number one that's S-U-E-L-Y-N-N-E, all one word, number one, to receive 5% off of your order. Goalie gummies are vegan, gelatin-free, gluten-free, 100% organic goalie gummies. And also, I would like to just say this to you guys. You know, I could come on here and talk about, say, for instance, the alleged Jada Pinkett Smith and is it August or Alcina? You know who I'm talking about. And Will Smith. You know, that's 
those people's business. But my concern is, when will they make an arrest for the murder of Brianna Taylor? You know, that's what I'm concerned with. My concern is not Jada Pinkett Smith and Alcine or August or whatever his name is and Will Smith. My concern is bringing you research, substantial information regarding health issues. My concern is not Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, but making you knowledgeable where you are your own best advocate. My concern is not who's going with who in Hollywood, not who's getting a divorce from who in Hollywood. That's those people's business. You know, I'm here to enlighten you. You know, in the Bible it states my people will perish for the lack of knowledge. I'm here to give you knowledge. That's what it's all about with me. All the rest of that is just noise. And um, I want you to start having that discussion with your family about your family's health history. We need to know that. You need to know that. You know, your family needs to know. You know, and share that information with your doctors. And this last word is, you know, I mentioned about me having a third heart procedure. Is it a number three in the horizon for me? Well, I have to go back for more testing on July the 15th. I think that's next Thursday or Wednesday, whatever day it is, Lord. I have to go back for more testing. Look, let me tell you this also. It's been in the 90s here, but it feels like 100 here in Michigan. And you know, when you have heart failure like I do, I'm on a um, liquid restriction. And as much as I want to um, drink some water whenever I feel like it, I can't do that now. As much as I want to have a Gatorade, and Gatorade is full of sodium, and I made the one mistake after exercising one morning. I drank, I think it was 16 ounces of Gatorade, and that sodium in that Gatorade blew me up, and I said I would never drink it Gatorade like that again, but I really want to drink some water like I'm used to drinking it but I can't 
I can't risk it, but look, lastly, enough of me babbling. I want to leave this with you. Reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has many, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. Charles Dickens. I'm Susan Hendricks, your host for my story, Living with Lupus Podcast. I want you to have a most pleasant, enjoyable, peaceful, and oh-so-blessed weekend. And I'll see you next Friday for another episode. And hey, do me and yourself a favor. Put a mask on it. Keep your mask on. Because this pandemic... It's no joke. Put your mask on and remain mindful of social distancing. See you guys next Friday. expressed on my story living with lupus podcast represents each person's individual experience by listening to this podcast or reading our blog you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others as always consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having my story living with lucas podcast is officially trademarked all rights reserved Thank you.